I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Boy, this is fun, isn't it? It's actually fun covering recruiting again for the Florida Gators. Two commits in one day. First, Kelby Collins, previous episode about that. If you haven't checked it out, get the defensive lineman from Alabama over Alabama. Go check that one out after you watch this one that you're in on right now as another defensive lineman. This one from IMG, Will Norman, commits to the Gators, two defensive linemen in one day, two big-time defensive linemen in one day for the Gators, we knew this was going to be a big weekend, and this one was a bit of a surprise. Uh, I think we we were looking for this one. This one was out there somewhere. Just didn't know when it was going to happen. I mean, I guess we could probably say if at the same time as well. I'll kind of get into that storyline a bit, but in the end, it gets done right here. And whoo, Gators on fire right now. This defensive line class on fire right now. And it's not – I don't want to count the chickens before they hatch. Probably not done. We'll get into that, hopefully, with another episode on Sunday. But, man, good news, good news on the recruiting front for the Florida Gators. All right, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Late night here. We'll be going into Sunday. I'm starting this about – it was like two minutes before midnight right there on Saturday. Clock just struck midnight, so we're going from Saturday – to Sunday right here. Wish I could have got get got to this one a little bit sooner, but you guys know I'm going to go too far without it. But hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. About a hundred of you checking this out live right now here at midnight, Saturday, Sunday. Leave a comment. I'll get to some of the comments later on in the episode before we sign off. All that stuff supports Gators Breakdown on the YouTube side of things. 
Check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. You can check all the past episodes out there as well as News 4 Jacks coverage of the Gators and keep the conversation going. Become a member of Gators Breakdown Plus if you haven't done so yet. A chance to win tickets, a pair of tickets to Florida versus Utah and keep the conversation going on that Discord server. So uh, I even got the Discord pulled up. Some of you are watching uh, from the Gators Breakdown Plus side as well. Thank you so much. Let's get this going. You know where we're going with this. Gator Nation, let's go. We got to commit, and it is Will Norman, defensive lineman, four-star on both services, 143rd-ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite, 21st defensive lineman, 156 on the own three consensus, 18th-ranked defensive lineman, a four-star on both services is Will Norman. So big-time get for the Gators, building up that defensive line for the Gators Sean Spencer on fire right here for the Gators and 6'5", 290 pounds. Ooh, Florida needs the size, needs the beef up front right there in the middle, of course, and Gators getting it right here, 6'5", 290 pounds. Norman, he's the fourth highest commit in this class right now behind Kelby Collins, Aiden Mazzell, Eugene Wilson, I'll have more on that later. Uh, I've shared the little stat out there uh, on Twitter and on Gators Breakdown Plus Discord about the top of this class. Well, there's a trend there. We'll get into that. But fourth highest commit of this class, another four-star added to this class. We'll get into a whole class look, but focusing in right here, on Will Norman, on three, says a fluid defensive lineman who is relatively new to football, measured in six foot four, 296 pounds in February of 2022, but has since leaned up heading to a senior season, says on three's director of scouting and rankings, Charles Powers, or Charles Power, has average length with 32 and a half inch arms, a converted basketball player who made the move to IMG from St. Thomas More High School in Connecticut prior to his junior season. So not originally from Florida, moved down to go play football at IMG. A fluid coordinated mover, lines up as a big defensive end and at defensive tackle for IMG. Has the functional athleticism and coordination to develop into an effective interior pass rusher Still developing with his technique and is inexperienced relative to most other blue-chip defensive linemen at this stage. Older for the cycle, as he turned 18 years old in January of 2022. So an important get as well for the Gators as a, a player that can play in the middle at defensive tackle, can take on double teams with size and strength. Uh, given his basketball background, of course, a... Um, probably more athletic than some of his peers would be at that position than a normal defensive tackle. And excuse me if that sounds a little bit like Jervon Dexter. Basketball background, relatively new to the game of football. Now, he doesn't have as high as a recruiting profile as Jervon does or did. 
but a very similar background with the basketball background and using that athleticism to come along and put a pretty good recruiting profile together. And he told 24-7 Sports, knowing I'm a big guy, but I'm also athletic, and this is a, you know, about why maybe he would choose Florida, you know, just knowing they would have me slated and doing different things in the run game, that is definitely eye-opening. I don't want to be one of those defensive linemen that are a full-blown nose guard. They want to move me around, do some stunts, let me slant here and there. Moving around would definitely make me feel good. Once again, very similar, similar to what we think Jervon Dexter will kind of do in this defense. So, very athletic background like that um, is probably will only get better. Very inexperienced as a football player making that transition from basketball. So this one, it's been trending for quite a long time. Uh, ever since those early visits in the spring started happening, heard this one was trending pretty well for Florida and the commit could come at any time. Well, the spring months went by, summer months started going by, and you know, kept keeping tabs, kept asking, hey, what about Will Norman? Where is this one going? Where is this one going? And couldn't never really get a straight answer. Maybe he was taking his time, but it's been trending for quite a while. I guess he just wanted to take his time, but nothing wrong with that. But as we sit here, or you know, sat here over the last month or so, And then especially recently, along the defensive line, spots started filling up. Overall in the class, last month, month and a half, but then starting to focus on the defensive trenches, and spots started filling up. And there was only one way to guarantee you were getting a spot in this defensive line class, and that was to commit now. Kelby Collins earlier today. A scheduled commitment from Cameron James tomorrow. So expected Florida all the way there. Will Norman on Saturday evening claims his spot in the class. So um, uh, a background, too, with Sean Spencer. Sean Spencer and Will Norman, they actually have a prior relationship dating back to Norman's time in the Northeast when Sean Spencer was up there with the New York Giants. Giant Spencer may have been coaching pro football, but was still looked at as a mentor there for Will Norman. So that relationship probably pays off a bit. He was very, um, very cognizant of who Sean Spencer was. That relationship dates back now, even before Will Norman came down to IMG. May have had a little part in pay, paying off there. One big storyline that should not be overlooked here when getting Will Norman in his class, getting into IMG once again. That cannot be overstated. It has been a struggle point for Florida. Overall, state of Florida recruiting has been, but the top football factory in the state has been a big issue for the Caters. You are the flagship program in the state, and you had trouble with one of the flagship programs in the country, especially in the state of Florida, should not be that way. Should not be that hard. Turns out, may not be. Billy Napier comes in. Kamari Wilson last class. 
Najee Harris, offensive lineman, earlier this class. Folks, IMG has fielded a football team since 2013. And Florida hasn't got a single player from there since Kamari Wilson in the last cycle. Think about that. 2013, and it's taken this long to get IMG products to Gainesville. And I know some people will throw out Kamari Wilcoxon and maybe counts to a point. But he had just transferred there, never played a down of football for IMG, was going to, but he reclassified and reclassified and then joined Florida. He was going to play his senior year there, but he was only there for a couple months. So I don't really count that one. If, if you want to, okay, go right ahead. But Florida could not get into IMG under the previous regimes. And now it has become a part of Billy Napier's recruiting. That one can't be overstated. So, Kelby Collins, earlier today, now Will Norman, this defensive front with a, I went over in the last episode when Collins committed, but TJ Searcy, the 159th ranked player. Isaiah Nixon, maybe more of an outside linebacker, linebacker, but 205th ranked player in the country. 255th ranked player in the country, Gavin Hill. a defensive lineman for the Gators locally, Gainesville product. Add that to Kelby Collins, who is the, you know, 70th ranked player in the country. Will Norman, 143rd ranked player in the country. Gators making big moves in the trenches up front on the defense. Hopefully one more on the way on Sunday with Cameron James. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Kelby Collins, right there at the top of the list. You get him in the fold. You start marking him off on this list now. So in that list that I've been using for the last few features on the defensive line. Coming into this weekend, we were looking to check off two names on this list right here. Kelby Collins and Cameron James. See what Cameron James does on Sunday, but we all feel good there. Now you mark off Will Norman. So the 70th ranked player commits to Florida today. The 143rd overall player in the country commits to Florida today, adding to the defensive line. And about to get into the importance of that. There's that list, showing it up for you one more time. So we'll see what the future holds whenever it's. We'll go over it again tomorrow, hopefully, with Cameron James. We'll have an episode there. We'll keep 
looking at that list. Kelby Collins in the class. Tamorian Parker, we'll see what happens there. Jordan Hall, we'll see what happens down the road there. Florida-Georgia battle. Will Norman commits to Florida today. Xavier Hardy, probably trending away. Xavier McLeod, I don't know about that one too much. As I said in the last episode, some South Carolina people think Florida's in a good shape there. We'll see. Cameron James commits on Sunday, 188th ranked player in the country. Caden McDonald, another true defensive tackle, 290th ranked player, 329 on the on three. He was 290 on 24-7. See where it goes. But Florida's starting to mark some off that big, big list right there. So with the commitment of Will Norman, the Gators have moved past Tennessee for 11th on the 24-7 sports composite. He is a 19th commit in the class, the 17th four-star in the class, and another from the state of Florida, given 16 commits of the 19 from the state of Florida. Now, IMG does get a little weird. As we said, you know, you start looking at Will Norman, and he's originally from the Northeast, transferred down to IMG to play football. So that's why IMG's a a little tricky there. But for the sake of the argument, in Florida, staying in Florida. So something I, I teased earlier and I wanted to get to, and it's the top of the class. Kelby Collins commits today. Defensive lineman, the highest-rated player in Florida's class, number 70 overall. Second, wide receiver, Aiden Mazzell, the 72nd-ranked player in the country. Eugene Wilson, another wide receiver, 140th-ranked player in the country. Will Norman, defensive lineman, 143rd-ranked player in the country. T.J. Searcy, defensive lineman, 159th ranked player in the country. Your top five players in the class, positions of need. When we were sitting here looking at identifying what does Florida need in its class of 2023, in some order, you probably would have went defensive line, wide receiver, offensive line. We'll see the future, and we'll see what happens with offensive line. Already got Najee Harris, of course, in the fold. IMG product, big-time get there for the Gators, and Bryce Lovett. We'll see where offensive line recruiting goes from there. But two of the other biggest needs were along the defensive line to get a talent infusion and build some depth. The wide receiver position to go out there and get some playmakers, the type of playmakers you don't have on the roster currently. Florida doesn't have an Aiden Mazzell currently on the roster. Not sure they have a Eugene Wilson currently on the roster either, or at least one that's going to be around for a while. We'll see what happens. Ricky Pearsall transfer, of course, probably about as close as you get right now. But he may be one and done. So two positions in need, and the top of Florida's class are filled with those positions. Defensive line and wide receiver. You're filling needs with top targets. You're filling needs with some of the best out there. It's not just about filling needs. If you want to close the gap versus Florida, uh, Georgia, if you want to close the gap versus Alabama, you want to close the gap, Tennessee, Ohio State, um, Tennessee, whoa, whoa, went crazy there, didn't I? Clemson, Ohio State. You've got to 
fill your needs with the top talent. And that's exactly what Florida's doing here. Top five players in the class currently. Defensive linemen. Three of those. Collins, Norman, Searcy, and wide receiver, Mizell and Wilson. Pretty good. Pretty good plan there, huh? Pretty good plan. <laughs> All right. A lot of fun being had right here. For the first time in quite a while. I mean, this class would be club. I mean, we still got what two, two and a half weeks? No, two weeks till football. Three weeks till kickoff. And this class is mostly going to be filled out. Won't be a whole bunch of scrambling going into early signing day. Of course, there's some big targets still left out there, and we'll see what happens with those. But this class will mostly be taken care of when Florida kicks off versus Utah in just a few weeks. A whole different feeling. All right, here we go. Looking at the comment right here on YouTube. Everybody, thanks for hopping in right here. Some of you for the second time today. So big, big uh, thank you to the to, to you guys trying to read some of these. Uh, Chris Sorley, Dave, what's Will think about this class now? Chris, funny you should say that. Uh, let me go back, and I'll. Uh, there was a conversation between Will and I earlier this evening. Um, making sure we should. I think a lot of us feel this way. Um, not Georgia or Alabama, but clearly one step away from being that. Inching, and Will kept saying, inching up towards what is needed. Definite improvement from the last two staffs. No longer stagnant, fun stuff. So I don't want to steal Will's thunder there too much, but that's part of the conversation he had. Uh, he and I had just an hour ago. Uh, so, you know, Will put some timelines on it and gave that August 1st, you know, kind of deadline of maybe trajectory and how we would feel. Uh, and Florida got a slew of commits right before that. And we started feeling good. And that was just um, the beginning of the trajectory for Florida right there. Uh, Brian Davis says, really good question here. Any shot with Keeley out of Tampa? Keon Keeley, of course, committed to Notre Dame. Took that visit to Alabama. Alabama may be in the mix now. Keeley will take some visits. He will probably be in Gainesville for a game this fall. Um, would be another shot at a five-star for the Gators. Um, that one, I, he grew up a Gator fan, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That one I felt good about early on in the process. I'm, I, I'm not so sure. Brian, I won't say there's no shot, but... Bama's in the mix now, I think. Um, but if there is that, you know, first of all, does he get maybe caught up in what Florida's doing right now? I mean, Florida, once we get to, you know, this week and reviewing, Florida's going to be the talk of the college football world on some level the next couple of days because of what happened 
this weekend. Maybe can you get caught up in that? Can you get to a a game in a game this fall in Gainesville and get caught up in the hoopla saying, you know, yeah, I grew up a Gator fan and you know what, this this sells me? That that can happen. It can happen. But I don't feel as good about maybe a potential flip as I did months ago. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, let's see. Duckman says, any word on Rousseau or there's rumors he might be all Gator? I think Florida did um, make an impression. Um, and maybe this one goes back to how I felt around Collins. You know, I said, oh, it's Alabama. It's Bama. There's no way he's going anywhere but Bama. Well, maybe feel that way there too. But maybe, <laughs> maybe that one comes back around. So I'm not really sure, you know, uh, how that one. I don't know too, too much on that one. Um, but Florida's in it. Uh, it. It does seem Florida is uh, is in that one. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go through some of the comments here. Rick Prada, I kind of did go through this one on the um, – Kelby Collins episode earlier, some of the offensive line targets. I'm going to have to reassess that one myself uh, as well. Um, I'm just not sure the direction that one goes after Florida missed out on some of the uh, top guys. Uh, of course, Simmons, Kearney earlier in the cycle. Uh, let's see, let's see. John Wilcox making a joke there. John, yeah, uh, I like you there. Nice to have enough defensive line commits to be able to get them confused. Nice problem. Yep, yep, messed up that graphic there at the beginning. That nah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. That's what happens when I you know, try to come on late, do an episode, make those graphics coming in here. I was bound to overlook something. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it happened. It happened. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's go to some of these comments. I don't want to bore you as as I try to go here uh, and look. Brandon McStay says, any idea how the scrimmage went today? Yeah, that'd be more of a separate episode. I try to keep mostly these kind of episodes separate from on the field and recruiting. Uh, Yep. Q Lee. Thank you for hopping in here all the time here. De- defensive tackle, linebacker, offensive lineman should be our main focus now. I agree. Um, the, the question of how many Florida will take uh, keeps coming up because, as I said, spots are running out. You know, By the time Florida kicks off versus Utah, this class will be mostly filled out. Um, we went through the list of defensive linemen, defensive line and defensive tackle targets 
uh, a couple of times, but linebacker as well. I think you have to go flip candidates there. If you want to, I mean, Trayon Webb keeps saying he's going to go after Grayson Pup Howard. I hope it happens. We'll see. Um, and then also Lewis Carter out of Tampa, top two targets, I think, on the board right now. Can you flip one of those guys? And then offensive linemen, uh, of course. So when you start looking at the rest of this class for Florida, look, remember, there is no cap. You can sign as many as you want as long as you're under 85 when you kick off next year. So you put Cormani down. There's one. Let's see. I put this down somewhere. Yeah. And then James, Cameron James commits tomorrow, so there's two more. You're going to keep definitely going after Jordan Hall, the defensive lineman. So if I'm, and I'm looking at everything going right here because that's where numbers come into play. Everything has to go according to plan. Everything has to go pretty positively before you really start worrying about numbers. So there's three right there. It's three you start adding to a class that has 19 in it right now. And then you have to start looking at one more linebacker. Gives you four. Maybe two more offensive linemen. So six spots right there where I think if everything goes right, that's how Florida would probably like to fill the rest of the class out. And maybe another defensive lineman. I don't think there's a cap on defensive linemen. So we'll have to see really, really, really what Florida does. I think they want to keep some spots open for the portal as well. That comes into play. So then the hard decision comes in the end. You know, do you have to start pushing guys out? So we talked about that a little bit on the uh, last episode as well. So. uh, And then. I can't say the name there. I can't make it out, but he does bring up a good point. Graham announcement is expected, un, is unexpected. Hope he's a Gator. Just Miles Graham, the linebacker, the 2024 linebacker, one of the top linebackers in the 2024 class. And that's Ernest Graham's son. He's going to be committing on Sunday as well. And I'd be surprised if it's not Florida. So even the 2024 class might be getting off to a really, really good start coming up here on Sunday. As I said, covering recruiting is fun again. (laughs) It's been a while since we felt like this. Uh, And then one more before I go here, Snack Burrito. What's up with Dijon Johnson? Is he committing soon? I would think so. Um, we'll see where that one goes. The longer it goes, I, I would say the confidence around it probably starts fading. But yeah, I mean, there was too much smoke there, of course, for the way things were going. Then it got kind of crazy with the coverage of commitment stories coming out and commitment tweets coming out that weren't necessarily true. Not a lot of patience being shown out there for that. I do think, do think we could start hearing something soon uh, on that. Whether it's going to be Florida or whether he's just going to maybe start taking, you know, wait till the fall, take some visits in the fall, and then maybe it's not as 
stapled on Florida as we originally thought. I think we'll get that answer soon. I still like where Florida sits. All right. There we go. That'll do it for this episode. About 30 minutes right here. Double episode today. Probably we'll wait till... You know, I don't don't look ahead way too much. I know Miles Graham does have his commitment coming up, but it's more going to be focused on Cameron James' decision tomorrow. Um, I don't know if I'll – I don't know. I mean, you know what? Miles is going to commit toward the middle of the day, so that'll make it easier. I don't know when Cameron – Cameron James does not have a time, by the way. Or I haven't seen one. So – but with that, um, at least with Miles putting his in the middle of the day – We'll be able to have his reaction to his decision either way in the Cameron James episode, or hopefully a Cameron James episode. I know I'm making it sound like it's pretty much a done deal. I'd be I'd be shocked if it Cameron James is not picked Florida, as if you can't tell. <laughs> so, um, so that's where that one goes. So I plan on doing an episode tomorrow. If that's not enough of enough of a hint, I don't know what it is. Just on my feelings of it all, and then. We'll probably go over both decisions, but I won't go too far into Miles Graham. You know, this is more for 23 guys, 24 so far away. But Miles Graham is a little different. A legacy. Ernest Graham's son. You get him in the class this early, I have a hard time thinking that one won't stick, even though we're so far away. So, all right, then... Um, Ali, somebody said two for James. Okay, oh, 2 p.m. Okay, a couple people. All right, there we go. I must have missed that. I was definitely going to be looking at that before I went to bed tonight, so I can kind of plan out my day tomorrow. <laughs> so, all right, so I can, uh, and I think Miles is one, I believe. So we should have that uh, the group together right there. And then one more, Adam Webb says, Dave, thoughts on Impemba? Uh, that was one I felt good earlier on, too. Basically, when I was hearing good stuff about Will Norman in the spring, I was hearing in Pimba at the same time. It's trending pretty good for Florida. Uh, does look like Florida-Georgia battle right there as far as where I think it stands. Not saying somebody else can't get more into the mix. I think he released a top five recently, but I just for me and my experience and where I think it's going, I think it's a Florida Georgia battle. I don't know. I, I, I can't peg him anywhere right now. Uh, to me, it's okay to say, I don't know. I mean, if pretty much, like I said, with James, I'm pretty much giving it away where I think he picks tomorrow, <laughs> but somebody like in Pim, uh, in Pimba right now, uh, you know, I don't, um, uh, I don't know, and that's that's okay for me to for, for me to say right now. I think Florida is in good shape. I'm not saying in a leading role for to get his commitment. I just think as far as the overall picture goes, Florida's in it. Florida's in it there. All right, there we go. I will call it right there. We'll be back possibly tomorrow, covering it all. Big weekend recruiting for the Gators. Hopefully we keep it going out there on Sunday. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SCC.
guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.